Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. All right, the rodent um, just signaled to us that uh, there will <laughs> not be an early spring. Why can't you just refer to him as the groundhog? He's a rodent. He's a rodent. It is true. I mean, these are facts, but I thought we were we're good vibing on Friday right now. He works he works one day a year. He does. It's good work. Um, but he gave us good it. news. Gave us some good news. Didn't see a shadow. Uh, I think I've asked this before. They may have retired him or uh, he got hit by a car. Uh, Unadilla Bill. Is he still around? I don't know. So they were... I saw a graphic yesterday of all like the, the different seer of seers groundhogs that they have throughout the country. Like, I mean, Punxsutawney Phil is the most celebrated one, but I didn't realize... Like, like a union? We, yeah, we have like we have like regional... Like, oh yeah, Una, uh, Unadilla Bill is very, very popular. It's so big. Like people in the town, they dress up <laughs> as the groundhog. It's just, it's it's a world that I just don't think I could understand unless I go and experience it for myself. And then like I'll probably about, write. You're talking that. about the world of owning a groundhog? No, the, the, well, oh. the world, the world of actually like celebrating. That type of festival to where I would like go as far as dressing up as the actual. Oh, hey, now I, I missed. I lived close to uh, um, where they Punk had Punxsutawney Punk Phil. Yeah, I, I didn't live very far from there when I was doing um, hockey, and but we would the guy I was going to go with. He was our equipment manager, um, Jerry Duncan, by the way, great guy for the Wheeling Nailers. Yeah. Uh, he said we'd have to leave like at three thirty in the morning to fight traffic to get there to watch this rodent come out of a box. For like a second. And he said, then you go home. And I'm like, yeah, but that still kind of sounds pretty cool. I, I think it does. Now, okay, do they do they like tailgate it? I mean, I don't know. Like maybe oh, a traditional it's a huge, tailgate. You but saw it, but, the movie. Yeah. It's like a huge deal. But like yeah. afterwards, I would assume that there are like, there are post festivities as well. I can't imagine you just go well, you home. Just go, you don't go home. No, no, yeah, no. no. Watch you, Price is you, Right. Don't you continue you know. to tailgate? Yeah, I, I think you you, you go to the same place to have breakfast. Yeah, where they had in the movie. Mm-hmm. And do they have the? Uh, the gr- don't choke. They have the groundhog dinner. Oh yeah. Um, I don't know. Does it taste like chicken? <laughs> that's what, well, that's uh, what Bill Murray does. Does Jill have an update here? Jill has an update. Uh, Jill, uh, does uh, Unadilla Bill still uh, exist? Yes, and their festivities yes. are tomorrow. Oh. They have a parade and everything. So have you? Come on down. Oh, are, do you live there? No, I live, uh, I have a family that lives in the area. Okay. So, have you? And I know my niece, I've, I've been to the festivities, but it's been a long time ago, but they <laughs> still have them and it's a good time. Awesome. Thank you, Jill. Nice. Yep. All right. So you want to make the uh, drive to Unadilla? Yeah. So how Bill long are, will what are we there? looking at? Can uh, Google map this for me? I don't know how long we're going to spend here in Unadilla. I'm very disappointed in you. How long you have. What? The huh? whole day. Well, I'm just curious. Yeah. I got hockey tomorrow night. Oh, we can get you back in time. Okay. What time did she say the festivities kick off? Uh, I'm not sure. <laughs> it's got to be a whole day thing. Yeah. It better be. It's be a nice day, too. I'm a little oh, wet, hey, you know nice. what? Let me. I got the Unadilla Bill uh, Facebook page up. Let's see. Um, no. Although Unadilla Bill did make the... Um, 
the national morning news yesterday as they again they were they're showing yeah. all of the different um groundhog the regional groundhog celebrations uh it looks like it's the parade will commence at two o'clock tomorrow all right so you're good because it's about yeah. an hour drive okay back one, in time. One part of Nebraska I've not been is Unadilla. Well, you got to hang out there on Highway 2 from Lincoln to <laughs> oh, 29. <you're> right. <laughs> oh, then we passed through that. Okay, okay. There are. I just I scrolled down to the Facebook page, and by golly, Gary, you're right. There are two, Look, they look like adults. They are dressed as what I'm assuming oh, it's a party. is no, no, no. a groundhog, but they actually look like they could have been like Star Wars characters. They kind of look like an offset of the Wookiees. Well, that's what a groundhog would look like if it was walking down the street. Yeah, Wookiee? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So good. They get national attention. I'm glad they keep it on a Saturday. Mm-hmm. They don't mess with people's schedules. Would you yeah. like to know the uh, 2024 King and Queen nominees? Mm-hmm. Sure. Okay. Brett, uh, Brett Fritsch, Pat- Patrick Lechner, Kelly McIntosh, Frederick Rumery, Gary Seelhoff. Hey, there's a Gary. Uh, the Queens are Kelsey Bayless, Holly Gist, Naomi Stahl, Gareth Stilwell, and Glenda Wilnerd. Mm-hmm. Do we have odds? Uh, no, can... but I can tell you how to vote if you really want to know. Well, you just got to go to their Facebook page. Go down to the village. Uh-huh. I'm sure the village will be packed tomorrow. <laughs> Thank you, Jill, for uh, letting us know. Uh, also, meal. thanks for everybody that is waking up this morning after basketball last night. Omaha wins, Nebraska wins, and people are fully hussed. Uh, D-Pick wants you to know, Nick, Nick, I can uh, hmm? go fill in on the PA, go watch the rat. D-Pick's got it? Okay. Yep. Well, I feel like if I'm going to go, if this thing's a party... That I would probably enjoy myself, maybe have an adult cocktail or two. Brett adds. Do they have you, like? Have you haven't been? Do they have uh, Groundhog Brew? Unadilla has the goods. They, wait, what? Say that again. MK Meats and Unadilla has the goods. Okay, I've heard of them. Didn't realize I was in Unadilla. Okay, thanks, Brett. Uh, John writes in uh, a couple of emails here from uh, John. Uh, if COVID hadn't uh, been forced upon us on Groundhog Day in 2020. If AMC didn't show the movie, then uh, that was a them choice. All right. Uh, also, uh, we'll, we'll, we'll put this out there and people can react and we'll, we'll touch on it. But we got random Mike wants to hop on the show. Uh, Nebraska basketball's ability to beat number one and number six teams at home and the inability to put their shorts on the right way on the road reminds me of the weak mentality of Scott Frost teams. Now, what have I always said about this Nebraska team? They're a weird good a team. Weird good, yeah. So... What do they have? Five wins against the top seven teams in the Big Ten and four losses against the bottom five? Mm -hmm. I think that's how it has broken out. I don't care enough about basketball to care whether or not Hoiberg keeps his job, but if basketball mattered to Trev, he would be on a very short leash, and I don't think he is. 16-6. and They're knocking on the door of an NCAA berth. They just beat Purdue and Wisconsin at home, two teams in the top six. Can we just be happy? Well, and go back to the way they finished last year, too. Nobody all of a sudden is making... Uh, okay, I don't want to speak for other people, because I'm I'm in this category. All of a sudden, they're not like this incredible team that's challenging Creighton. Hey, Creighton's on a different level. Nebraska's one of the top 68 teams in college basketball. They have to find a way to make sure that they are the one of the top 68 teams that yeah. are selected on Selection Sunday. And right now, they have done enough. Do they need to enhance the resume? Yeah, it's not over. They're sixteen and six. Mm-hmm. So it, it, they didn't, last night didn't also make them this incredible team. It made them a team that finds a way to win basketball games. And at home, they look different than they look on the road. Now, what I was thinking here, of because we're getting a lot of giddiness 
on February 2nd that you could possibly have three teams in the NCAA tournament, Red, Blue, and Black mm. Nebraska. Think about the different angles if that comes true. <laughs> Creighton, they're thinking about playing three weekends of basketball and chasing a national championship. Nebraska would be in the tournament for only the second time since 98, and you would be somewhat convinced that with this team, they could find a way to get that coveted first victory. Yeah. And then you have Omaha, which has never been to the tournament, and they're now in their was it the 12th, 13th year of being Division One. It would be a game changer for the athletic department mm-hmm. and the university if Omaha men's basketball went to the NCAA tournament. Those would be the three scenarios of all three teams yeah. playing. Now, Creighton in, Nebraska looks pretty good. Omaha's got to qualify by making a three-game run in Sioux Falls. But it's not now out of the realm of possibility. But think about that. Think about all those different, the impact that three teams being in the tournament from this state would have. Yeah, and think about Selection Sunday. Think about it. I mean, even though you would know Creighton's going to make it in, and hopefully by that time you would know Nebraska's, and you'd obviously know Omaha was making it in. But also the the buildup, like we, we've seen it, the impact in Omaha when Omaha has now played in two Summit uh, League Conference championship games where they, they finally own the night. They own the stage. They, they get people flocking to the sports bars to watch them. So the, you're right on the impact of what that can do as well. It just, I don't know if, I, don't know if I, I can fully understand the gravity of that without just saying right off the top of my head, yeah, it, it would be the unreal. The publicity that you would get from a school like Omaha, the publicity yeah. you would get for the week yep. of after, because the Summit League tournament final is on a Tuesday, mm-hmm. it's, you know, then all the big boy conferences are underway, but they're talking about you, and then to see your name on a line and to be in a bracket. Mm. Uh, Anthony writes in, in the Equitable Bank inbox, doing a search, it's not Unadilla Bill. He was retired in 2021. It's now Unadilla Billy. Oh. Oh. Well, there is a new UGA in Georgia, so I get it. Why can't we just have Unadilla uh, Bill 1 and 2? Uh, men or women most likely to see their shadow. Talk amongst yourselves while I speak with random Mike. Hello, Mike. Yeah, what's the highest award for medical doctors? Because I want to nominate... Uh, is it the Nobel Prize for medical doctors? Sure. Uh, Fred, Freddie's, uh, Freddie Hoiberg's cardiologist. Oh. <laughs> whatever <laughs> whatever no it is, whatever it is, I, I uh, duly noted that you nominated him. I get it. I mean, do we agree? I mean, how many times, especially when you've been to games <laughs> between his players yeah. and officials, that this guy's still alive? With what he's had to go through with his heart, he he got a little and he got a little uh, animated with a couple of the officials last night in the game too. I mean, it's a little more feisty, Fred. What struck me was I got Husker Vision is really good at getting these replays on really quickly, you know. Mm-hmm. And it just seemed like every call, and I think we had twice as many roughly free throw attempts as them, right? I mean, it wasn't like we didn't get to the free throw line, yeah. Yeah. but every, every time a foul was called against us and they showed the replay. It seemed like a bad call that our defense was really that good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I agree. I agree. But you, you guys, you know so much better than I do about what these guys are really like. Uh, is Freddie truly one of the good guys in the profession? Fred Hoiberg? Yeah. yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. I mean, so, so easy to root for. Uh, but early in the game, before the game when they announced 
they introduce the other team mm-hmm. at Nebraska. The crowd is encouraged to yell because of what they're showing on the floor, you know, with the lights. Husker power during the introduction. Yes. Uh, Are you not a fan in, of that? In contrast, uh, it's, I mean, it's, it's pretty classless, don't you think? Oh. Oh. No, I mean, seriously. I mean, I, do they do that at other places where they're encouraging the crowd? And, of course, the students really get into that. But uh, people around me, even good, it just seems like, I mean, uh, like in Nebraska volleyball, they got a thing about applauding three times when the other team is introduced. Yeah, the claps. You know, just yeah. kind of polite, polite applause, uh, you know, whether they mean it or not. But, uh, you know, I mean, just for such a good guy, I'm really surprised that Freddie says, hey, doesn't say, hey, you know, don't do that. That's kind of classless. I mean, he's in charge. I mean, doesn't, doesn't that strike you as a little odd? I, for college basketball venues, no. It, it, uh, whether it's the student section turning their back on the starting lineup or reading the paper or you know just whatever they do to kind of show a little bit of not even disrespect to the home team, but hey, you're in our house. Um, no, it's not I, that the students are doing it. I understand that. Oh, and, Bill, uh, doing it. Yeah, yeah. Right. No, but, but there, there, I feel like there are different forms of this in in, in different venues where you're gonna you're gonna have your fans that are gonna show a little bit of that during the starting lineup. That's just no, but the lighting on the floor, it's, it's encouraged by the authorities, by the, whoever's in charge. Cause in the lighting, it says how Husker power. They're, they're encouraging people to do that. I mean, this, this is coming from the top. It's, it's on the floor. It says Husker power, which it doesn't do well work. Yeah. You know what they were, they were, they were doing this before Fred got here. Yeah, they were, you're right. Uh, and it surprised me that uh, the coaches say, hey, you know, don't do that because it's just going to piss off the other. T-. You know, it's just not it's not a classy thing to do, you know, when, when the people in charge are. Yeah, no, I think you got. Well, I mean, you know, you go to an NBA it game and the that, visiting I know team just, they fly right through the lineup. Right. Uh, yeah. But hey, is one of the heroes Nate Lenser? I mean, he's in charge of the defense. I mean, it was really special. Yeah, he's got uh, him and uh, Coach Howard. Fred's Fred's got Nebraska basketball in a good spot. He's got a he's got a roster that he likes that they like their head coach, they're they're different pieces that work together, and he's also got a staff now that works together, and they have a they have a nice comfort level. They're in a they're for where Nebraska basketball was, Mike, even two years ago. I think they're in a really good spot. Yeah, I mean, isn't this how we felt it would be when Freddie was hired? Uh, yeah. Uh, but you know, yeah. the first first couple of years, he learned his lesson in his return to college basketball, and I thought that he let other people be involved in his program and take over the messaging instead of him. And he learned his lesson, and now he's turned it around. They're on a nice little roll. If you go back to the the uh, well, really February of last year into uh, what they've done this year. Mm-hmm. Hey, Mike, we got to move on. Thanks for the call. I'm 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 good with the uh, Husker power. Gene, it, it, didn't, didn't, didn't Gene yeah. Peck die? Yes. All right. Here, yes. Is, uh, here is Trevor. He'll get you back happy. Hello, Trevor. Hey, gentlemen. Oh, your resident Jader here. Oh, my goodness gracious. I'm so excited. I don't know who the guy was that sent the email in earlier that said Fred's got to be on a short leash. That's ridiculous. And for old man Mike, I get it. Nebraska nice. You know what? The heck with that. All I got to say to everybody on the radio right now is, nah, 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 nah. Go Big Red, baby! Woo! 
<laughs> Trevor hasn't slept and has not sobered up. I love it. See, better than gets yeah. the mood kind of evened yeah. out. Yeah, that's that. We we need we need more of that today. In Philly, they chant or they yell "sucks" after they announce a visit. Well, yeah, and, and even D Pick brings up in the stream like, have you been in any hockey barn, especially at Omaha? Every, as soon as you say the person's name for the opposing starting lineup, they everybody responds with "who cares." So, I mean, that's that's pretty universal. I I just. Uh, is it because we're as a society we're just numb to it? I don't know. I, I don't. I don't feel like if my team is on the road and another team is doing a Husker power chant or anything like saying "Who cares?" or whatever it might be, that that is just shameless, classless behavior. It's just part of being on the road, part of the venue, part of the home crowd letting you know it's it's their house. All right. So this would this would be what would be sent into the Journal Star today. Congratulations to the Nebraska men's basketball team for an exciting, successful season. I enjoy the pep band and student red zone and the enthusiasm they bring to games, but I've been disappointed in the last two home games concerning a new practice by the red zone. I refer to the loud cheering of Husker Power during the introduction of the visiting team. This seems rude and unsportsmanlike on our part. If other Big Ten teams do this sort of thing, then shame on them. Nebraska fans have a reputation for being good fans. I would hope that reputation would not be charnished. Gene Peck. Yep. The late Is Peck. this the one we were talking about Monday and yeah. Amy did the digging? Hey, and Welcome to Nebraska, yes. Yep. Okay. Yep, she'd passed away. In fact, I saw it was brought up on a uh, pregame preview okay. yesterday, too. Wow. Mm-hmm. You know what? Sports hey, is about good, hating your Feel enemies. Good Friday. Let me, let, me just, let me just reset Feel Good Friday, okay? Trevor helped. For a moment here. Yeah, what happened last night? Nebraska had a game last night in which they trailed by 19. They were down 16 at halftime. Mm-hmm. Then... Uh, Wait, they who did were they not, playing? They did not. They were playing the number six team in the country, okay. who could be either a first weekend, or they could make a run to a final four. They're pretty if Store good. shoots like that. Yeah, and I mean, they got a big game against Purdue. But they, 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 they all of a sudden forgot that you got to put the ball in the basket in the second half. Mm-hmm. Um, so Nebraska, let me. I'm just resetting here on a feel good Friday. Thank you. Uh, because Nebraska came back and tied the game with 8:44 to go, after being down 19-16 at halftime. They finally took the lead with 25 seconds to go in the second half, and then they won it in overtime. Mm-hmm. And last night, AP Top 10 teams had won 1,458 straight games when they had led by 16 or more at halftime mm-hmm. until last night. Wisconsin was 120-0 yeah. and yeah. when leading by 15 or more at halftime. Okay, okay I just... I want to reset so that we're on all, all on the yeah. same page. All right, we got to take a break. We'll come back. Uh, Nebraska ball, Mike. Yes. Again, again. Right on cue. Why, why can't we have random Mike and Nebraska ball, Mike, on at the same time? Mm-hmm. I would do a show with them. Yeah. I'd love just facilitate. I'd, I'd love. I'd, I'd love to get Mike in studio. Mm-hmm. Both mics. Yeah, okay. I would we'll too. Just, we'll just have a we'll have a roundtable. We we get to that week. Oh yeah. We'll we'll, we'll get them in together. Yep. Uh, but uh, Nebraska ball, Mike. Front runner is going to uh, join us coming up uh, next. Uh, Steve Sipple at eight thirty. Mike Schaefer coming up at uh, nine. Schaefer was there last night. Schaefer and Jack Mitchell party. Well, I'd love to hear Jack on KLAN this morning. I think he's probably got a, a, think a, a gravelly tired. voice. Yeah, probably a little tired too. He's probably fully husked. Yeah, you think he still gets fully husked at his age? 
Uh, without without uh, oh, our good friends with, from Mentality? Without any assistance? <laughs> um, sure, yeah. I mean, he's got just, a good wife. It, yeah, just, I can't speak on that. It just takes the right, the right moment to... Well, to I hope you can't speak on that. That would be like... Well, no, I mean... That would be a drop. Wow, that would be something if you had a radio host that was having an affair with another radio host's wife. <laughs> Morning, and, and sharp one, and handy. And the one radio host was married. You were both married? <laughs> yeah, yeah, that would... That would this is the, the reality TV that we all, we, we all thirst for, isn't it? Mm, thirst. <laughs> Just like car parts, swapping them out. <laughs> All right, we're back with more. Mornings with Sharp and Hanley on 1620 The Zone. All right, if you were at the uh, PBA last night, that party in the PBA, or you're at Baxter where there was a great crowd to watch the Mavs beat St. Thomas, you might have been there courtesy of ticketsforless.com or the Tickets for Less app. They're going to get you in to see the best games. You know what? You might want to look there this morning. The game tonight between Creighton and Butler sold out. But there are still tickets on ticketsforless.com. Go there right now and... Use my promo code THEZONE for an additional discount. Remember, there are never per ticket fees on your checkout at ticketsforless.com or that Tickets for Less app. Never. Transparent pricing to the best games, the best shows, and use the promo code THEZONE. I'm serious. Look there. If you want to go to see Creighton tonight, and they're taking on Butler, that game is sold out. It's going to be a great atmosphere. 8 o'clock tonight. You know people will be juiced up. Big game for Butler. Creighton is back after a little bit of a layoff as they rolled through January. Ticketsforless.com is the place to go to find tickets right now or that Tickets for Less app. And don't forget to use the promo code TheZone. Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware.